I think Steve Harvey tried to hack my internet. He knew I wasn't going to say nice things about him. That's not what we do here. I'm coming for you, Steve. I came for Matthew McConaughey first, and now I'm coming for Steve Harvey. I'm tired of this bullshit, but you're not going to steal the limelight. Not today, Steve. No, no, no. You'll have to do more than just hack my computer if you want to steal the spotlight away from Liz Holmes this week. That's right. Elizabeth Holmes, after 98 unsuccessful attempts to get the top spot on the I Can't Complain podcast. Welcome to the show, by the way. It's the I Can't Complain podcast. My name is John. Elizabeth Holmes finally gets the bat lead off this week because uh, I've given her every chance. I've given Elizabeth Holmes every chance to be headline breaking news on this show. And she continues to let me and frankly all you guys down on a week in and week out basis. Elizabeth Holmes has been ordered to go to prison. Her and her big muscular neck. I don't know if that's why she wore the turtlenecks or if I just freak out when I see her neck now because I didn't see it for years because she was wearing the turtlenecks. But man, she's got a muscular ass neck. She looks like a brontosaurus. I was taken back by it. I said, Elizabeth, you got to put those turtlenecks back on. We can't be having that pale ass neck out here in public. The jurors won't even be able to look you in the eye because your neck is radiating such bright light. Cover that shit up. I've given Elizabeth Holmes every chance to be headline breaking news here on this program, and she continues to just let me down. If you don't know who Elizabeth Holmes is, she was some college dropout who created a magical little box to do blood tests, and it was all con. There you go. After I've talked about this story for years, I finally found a way to condense it down to eight seconds. She dropped out of college, created a magical box, and it was all a con. And she had every chance to leave the country a year ago, and that's when I turned against her. Do you guys remember that here on the show? I said, Elizabeth Holmes is dead to me. I used to support her. She was a con artist. She did a pretty good job. She got a lot of people with a lot of money to give her money. And my hat was off to her. And then about a year ago, when she was facing, you know, she was going to go to prison. Let's be honest. She had to go to trial, but that was just a formality. She was going to go to jail the whole time. So what did she do about a year ago? Instead of fleeing the country, she decided to have some nasty-ass kids. Fuck that. I said, that's not going to work. That's not going to keep you out of jail. It might keep you out of jail while you're pregnant, but how long are you going to keep this cycle up? Are you just going to keep popping out babies every nine months for the rest of your life so you never have to go behind bars? I said, that's not a reasonable strategy, Elizabeth. Please leave the country. Please flee. And she didn't take it. I was cool with the con aspect. I was. I didn't have a problem with the con aspect. I appreciated that part of her. I actually respected her more when I found out the device didn't work. I said, shit, she got that into Walgreens all over the country or CVS or whatever it was. They're all the same. But she got it into stores and turns out it it didn't do shit. But I said to myself at that point, this is a bright woman, good head on her shoulders. You've got to, you know, be reasonably smart to fool everybody in Silicon Valley. You don't have to be a genius. Let's not pretend like you have to be a genius. But you have to have an IQ of maybe, I don't know, 85 to get that shit done. And I gave her the credit of having an IQ of 85, but then when she didn't run last year, I said, this this bitch is stupid. I cannot continue to support her. And then I found out, and I talked about it here on the show a couple weeks ago, not only didn't she leave the country, she's been gallivanting around in an RV for six months, claiming she's stopping at parks and doing yoga, riding around in a half-million-dollar RV with gold-plated rims, probably. I said, you're not going to get across the border that way, Elizabeth. You want to escape the country. You need a plane. I'm pretty sure a year ago, I told her I could arrange a plane to take her out of the country. That's how desperate I was for her to become an international fugitive. 
I was desperate for her to run. I said, I'll fund the bill, Elizabeth. I really thought about it. I said, I'll mail you a check right now. I know you're broke. I know you don't have shit anymore. All you have is an RV and fucking Walmart parking lots to sleep in. It was, the news wasn't out yet, but I read the tea leaves. I knew the writing was on the wall. This bitch was going to be broke. So I offered her the plane. She didn't respond. I don't know what that's about, but she didn't respond. She didn't want to leave the country. And I said, well, that's okay. She's probably working on a tunnel. I did. I gave her credit. I said, she's probably working on a tunnel right now that goes deep below the Earth's crust, probably to the mantle. She's working towards the core right now. She's digging that tunnel to Mexico, and she's going to make her escape. Nobody's ever going to find her again. But no, that's not true at all. She's just been gallivanting around in an RV doing yoga in parks. That's disgusting. Having kids to try and stay out of jail is disgusting. Having kids at all, pretty disgusting. But what are you going to do? That was her strategy. She said, if I have a kid, they won't send me to jail. And I think she might have had two of them. How long are you going to keep this up, Elizabeth? Are you expecting to like have a kid every nine months for the rest of your life just to stay out of prison? So they gave her 11 years, and she was trying to dispute it and all this bullshit. I found out she was sleeping in these fucking parking lots, and I said, this bitch doesn't have anything going on in her life right now. She has no permanent residence. She's just cruising around in an RV. Liz went from being the youngest female billionaire in the world to cruising around in an RV, hauling her shit around from shitty American town to shitty American town. That's all she was doing. She was just shitting, making making a left-hand turn to her bed and falling asleep every night, sleeping next to her shit, hauling her shit around. That's what she was doing. Sorry, I had to get a drink of pure Russian rainwater. I am parched today. But yeah, she's hauling her shit around. She's basically living in a van, let's be honest. It might have been a decent RV, but yeah, she didn't have that much money left after it all fell out. She didn't have much money left, and she was probably just sleeping in a van. Don't live in a van, guys. I've told you this before. Please don't live in a van. There's no permanent residence when you live in a van. Don't live in a van. It works out for some people, but you're probably not one of them. Remember that Gabby Petito story? Remember her? She died. Her and her boyfriend went off to the fucking wilderness in a van. She never came back. And I feel sorry for her. I really do. But I will say this at the same time. She decided to live in a van. And that's a choice that you make. When you decide to live in a van, that's worst case scenario. But that's a very real possibility that you're not going to make it out of the bush. You're going to get lost in the woods and you're going to get eaten by an animal or killed by your boyfriend. That shit happens. And I hate that it happens, but it does. Don't fucking live in vans. There's no permanence in a van. God damn. And if you do live in a van, let me tell you this right now. If you live in a van, those walls are going to start closing in on you. And it's not very long until they close in and you can't breathe anymore because you already sleep in a fucking 8 by 8 box. You'll wake up in the morning after you've had a nice long bender the night before. And you'll find that one of your boys or your girlfriend, they took a turn to go use the bathroom and they, they took the wrong turn, walked three feet and ended up shitting in the driver's seat. And you'll have that moment where you're cleaning piss and shit off the driver's seat where you'll realize, wow, maybe van life's not all it's cracked up to be. I'm cleaning my boy's shit right now off the driver's seat. Maybe van life's not special after all. And yeah, I know some of them have bathrooms, but no thank you. I'm not living in a van. The idea of hauling my waste around, I don't know. I'm just not feeling that. I'll never live in a van. I might live in a van. Okay, I'm going to be honest. I'll probably end up living in a van, but I'm not going to like it. Patreon coming soon, by the way. The please don't let John live in a van fund is starting up. (laughs) But Elizabeth Holmes, you're down there in Corpus Christi. 
You're, you're going to the park, you're doing yoga, just take a left-hand turn onto the highway and try and go to Mexico. Please try and escape, but you didn't do that. You decided to have two kids. They're pretty much going to be bastard kids, because let's be honest, the daddy's probably going to leave you when you go to jail for 11 years. She's been required to report to jail in about 10 days, guys. I think it's May 30th they said she had to turn her ass into jail, and she's basically out of time. She's basically out of time, but she still has a few days left. Elizabeth Holmes, this is your last chance. This is it. I've had enough with you. This is your last chance. If you really want to capture my attention, this is your chance to flee the country. There's not much going on, guys. There's really not. We have an ex-president who's still fighting an election that he lost while he's campaigning for the next election. That, that's what's going on here. I mean, there ain't much going on out here. Almost makes you miss COVID, doesn't it? It really does. It almost makes me wish that I was back into quarantine, that my ass was required to stay indoors at all times for fear of a disease. That would be better than what we have in the current news cycle. I want death, disease, and destruction. Because that that's what helps the program. I'm going to be honest. That's what helps the program. This war, this little Russia-Ukraine bullshit way fucking cold. There's There ain't shit going on at that war. Zelensky's still alive, so you know there ain't shit going on over there. I assumed that he would die before it ever even ratcheted up. But I saw his face the other day, and I said, oh, he's still alive? I didn't know Vladimir Zelensky was still alive, but he's still gallivanting around Ukraine, making TikToks probably. I don't fucking know. You know I'm on Russia's side. Pure Russian rainwater, ladies and gentlemen. Let's have a drink right now. Why not? Let's have a drink of pure Russian rainwater. Mmm. Oh, man. It gets better and better. Somehow the war... The, I will say this. The fact that the war's been prolonged so long makes this pure Russian rainwater sponsorship all that much more sweet. It really does. But as much as I can sit here and wish for another Wuhan wet market disaster to break out, that's probably not going to happen. So the more realistic thing that I could have happen is an international manhunt, Elizabeth. Go on the run, please. This is your last chance. I need it. I want to be able to play Where in the World is Liz Holmes. I want to be able to play that game where you just have to follow a path of shitty inventions to track her down. I'd do it personally. I would. I'm willing to go around the world to try and hunt you down, Elizabeth. That's what I would love to do with my time. Please let me have that. It would be so much fun. I'd be getting tips every day, like... I just heard there's a special box in Belize that claims it can bake bread in three days. I'd be on the next fucking flight down to Belize. No bullshit. I'd be down there trying to track her down, asking the locals if you've seen anybody wearing turtlenecks, speaking in a really, really masculine voice because I know she'd return right back to her old tricks. Once this broad gets off of the U.S. territory, international waters, I don't care where it is really, she'll put that turtleneck on. And she'll go right back to speaking in the manliest voice you've ever heard in your entire goddamn life. I'll fly to Belize. Try me, Elizabeth. Try me. Leave the country. I dare you. Do it. It would be fun for all of us. I'll be right down there in Belize next to Dog the Bounty Hunter looking for your ass. I know he'll get involved. Didn't he get involved in looking for Brian Laundrie that killed Gabby Petito? Nice little tie back there, right? It's funny how everything just comes around on this program. Everything's connected, guys. Pay attention. Everything's connected. Dog the Bounty Hunter, that piece of shit, will be rubbing elbows in Belize before you know it. I don't know where Elizabeth Holmes is going to go to, but you got to leave the country. Leave the country. And guys, don't think for a second. When she was out in that RV, 
that she wasn't hopped up on some speed and some painkillers trying to numb her pain a little bit. That happens a lot. That happens a lot with people that drive RVs and Sprinter vans. Don't even get me started on Sprinter vans. Fuck it, I mentioned it. I'll go in. I don't care. Maybe it'll save somebody's life out there. You see a Sprinter van out on the road? Let's say you're on a four-lane highway. You get in the furthest lane available away from that Sprinter van. You want to know why? Because the people that drive Sprinter vans are the lowest form of human trash on earth. They're not subjected to any DOT regulations here in the United States. Truck drivers, people that drive 18-wheelers, they have to, you know, stop at rest areas, way stations. They have electronic logs that, you know, they have to take mandatory breaks. They have to get sleep. There's only so much they can drive. People that drive vans, Sprinter vans, that work out of and live in Sprinter vans, they're not subjected to any of that shit. No drug test, no sleeping, none of that shit. No electronic logs, no regulations. Best case scenario, the driver of that Sprinter van, two packs of cigarettes deep, and they drank a pot of coffee, and they're hopped up on that. That's best case scenario. Worst case scenario, you see one of those people out on the road? Shit. Worst case scenario, they're hopped up on mushrooms just to make the drive over the Grand Canyon a little bit more exciting. And they've stayed up for two weeks in a row, and all they want to do is fucking drive on speed. That's the people who often drive Sprinter vans. So if you see a Sprinter van out on the road, steer the fuck away from that piece of shit. Get away from that piece of human trash driving that van. For God's sakes. I mean, if you're living in a van, I gotta be honest with you. You're just like one step below the people who live in luxury apartments that put their trash out in bags at the end of the night. Have you ever been in one of these apartments? It's like they fucking live in New York City and they don't have any alleys. You know, in New York City, there's no alleys, so they have to bag the trash up and throw it on the street like animals, right? But you'll see fucking people in San Antonio in luxury apartments doing this shit. You'll see people in Raleigh, North Carolina doing this shit. They live in luxury apartments, right? So they market it as something like really great. They're like, we'll come and pick up your trash every night or two times a week or however fucking often they choose to do it. But what you really get is when you go over there at the end of the night, right? Let's say you arrive home late around 11 o'clock at night. Guess what you're dodging? You're dodging piles of rotten, stinking trash outside everybody's door. It looks like shit. Don't do that fucking shit. Give them a dumpster. Let them carry their trash to the dumpster. Instead, they just want you to bag it up and throw it outside your door. That's a fucking... Yeah, that's fuck. That shit really does piss me off right there. You're paying a bunch of money to live in a nice place, and what do we do with our trash? We just bag it up and throw it in the fucking street. Not even in the street. Bag it up and place it outside your door. It's super lazy, but to me, luxury isn't lazy. Luxury's nice. Luxury's luxury. Luxury's not lazy, so fucking do something else. Don't, don't, don't. I'm not living in a place like that. Fuck that. I'm not living in any place with a homeowners association. I'm not living in any place that wants me to bag my fucking trash up and throw it outside my door like an animal. I mean, come on. Living in the trash is somewhere you end up when you're at a low point in your life. Notice I didn't say the low point in your life. A lot of you guys out there, you assume because you have a good right now, it's always going to be good. (laughs) It does not work like that. If you're listening to this and you're in your 20s and you got some money, don't assume that it's all up from here. By your mid-30s, you could be living in the trash alone. Literally living in the trash, by the way. At the garbage dump, living amongst the animals that choose to scavenge and forage there. You can end up there. That's why I tell you to always download these episodes. Don't rely on internet access. At some point, you're going to end up without internet access in your life because you won't have the money to afford it. There's peaks and valleys in life. That's what I'm trying to tell you. That's what Matthew McConaughey on The Art of Living won't tell you. He makes it seem like it's a rocket ship to the moon. It's all up from here. No, it's not all up from here. There's ups and downs. 
And the downs are when you're going to be living in the trash. You shouldn't be living in the trash when you pay $3,400 a month in fucking Galveston, Texas. That's not how it fucking works. You shouldn't be able to pay $3,800 a month in Raleigh and have to put your trash outside the goddamn door. And I don't want to make you guys that are living in this situation feel bad about signing that lease, but you haven't made it if you're putting your trash outside your door. You've really made it. If you're going to live in an apartment and you want to claim that you've made it, you need a trash chute. That's what you really need. I love a good trash chute. You open your door, you take a few steps, you open the chute, and you fucking dump whatever you want to in that bitch. Much like when you drive a Sprinter van, there's no rules, there's no regulations to these trash chutes. You just open the door and you dump whatever you want to down that bitch. It really doesn't matter. There's no recycling, certainly no recycling. You can hack off a few limbs, you can toss them down in that chute, and they're gone by morning. It's a beautiful system. That's the system that I'm advocating. Just be careful out there. That's what I'm trying to tell you guys. Be careful. Don't believe that a magical box can give you complicated blood tests in an hour. It's probably a con. We watched Matthew McConaughey grifting in 720p in all his glory a couple weeks ago. You got to be careful, man. Everybody's trying to take your money out here nowadays. I saw a YouTube ad the other day. It was an hour long. No bullshit. I had to go back and find this ad. I've got the ad. Steve Harvey talked to me in ways that I've never been spoken to for an hour. The interesting thing about when the advertisement came on, and it was an hour long, was I didn't have my phone on me. My phone was on the charger in my bedroom. I was in the kitchen doing dishes, cooking some food. So the ad started, and I said, oh, I can't go on that long. How long is it going to last for? Two minutes? Five minutes? It kept going, and it didn't stop for 60 minutes. As I was show prepping tonight, though, the internet goes out just as I'm going to fetch this video. Just as it's downloading, actually. The progress on the download was like 30%, and the internet cuts off. I restart the download, the internet cuts off again. I'm pretty sure Steve Harvey might have hacked my computer to prevent me from showing you guys this. He might have. And I'm sure there's those of you out there that are questioning me for doing this. They're saying, John, what do you have against Steve Harvey? I don't have anything against him, or I didn't have anything against him 24 hours ago until he played me a 60-minute ad and then tried to hack my computer. It's unforgivable. Let's listen to a little bit of it. We'll find out if this is worthy of going in-depth on another episode. Let's find out if Steve Harvey has anything to contribute to society. It starts by saying inside Steve Harvey's 16-hour workday, and it shows a picture of, looks like, white gator skin shoes and white pants. Steve Harvey is out of here styling and profiling at our expense. Let's listen. People don't believe it when I share with them my schedule. Okay, why would, well, I, I, would... Wait, 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 why would I not believe you when you... I know that you probably work hard, Steve. You don't have to prove it to me. You do a radio show in the morning. I know you get up early, by the way, if you've never heard his radio show, guys. Oh, it's not that it's bad. It's just boring. It'll put you right back to sleep. You probably have cars crashing off the interstate on behalf of Steve Harvey's morning show. They just fall asleep. you got to IV that coffee into you, or you're not going to make it through his morning show. Other than that, I don't have anything against the man. We'll see if I do after I watch this video, though. I listened to the first 10 or 15 minutes. I didn't really comprehend it, though. It's sort of like probably... I was in a car crash once. I was a passenger in a car crash, and I don't really remember all of it. It's just all of a blur, you know? I was concussed. It's it, it's all a little hazy. And that's how I felt after I listened to the first 10 minutes of this Steve Harvey ad. 
Now he's going to tell us how early he wakes up. God damn, let's go back. Let's it, it we have to start from the beginning. There's too much to there's too much to love about this. Let's go inside Steve Harvey 16 hours. People hour don't believe it when I share with them my schedule. I well, I wake it? up usually around 4:30, no later than 5. That is early. Uh, I get up, Why I go downstairs, so I meditate, you know, meditate. uh pray and meditate. Well, I of course you got to get up at 4.30 if you're going to pray and meditate every morning. Me? My style? I stay in bed two more hours, Steve. That's that's just how I roll. Skip the praying and meditating and get a little bit more sleep. You look tired here, Steve. You really do. One of those eyes is not looking at me and the other one is. I got to be honest. That's probably why he's on the radio and <laughs> deserves to stay on the radio. Oh, fucking Steve. Two different things for me. Prayer is talking to God, meditating. I, no, I don't listening, care about any of this, Get some direction Steve. for my day. So no, 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 I get no, no. on my little cart and ride over to my studio. And uh, I go on my Zoom with my radio host. And then yeah. we do the radio show yeah. for four hours. On remote, by the way. You're doing a four-hour radio show on remote. It's like a, a weird dichotomy of, like, you know, doing more than you need to. It's probably, I mean, let's be honest. We can limit this to three hours. But he's chosen to do a fourth hour. But at the same time... He's too lazy to even go in a studio with other people. Let's call it like it is. This work from home bullshit. Let's call it what it is. It's just you're too lazy to go into the office. And that's okay. I- I'm okay with it. The morning show to start their morning off the right way. Wow. And it don't matter what day I'm having. It don't matter. <laughs> and now he is slumped over on a steering wheel in his car and he looks so tired. It is unbelievable. Holy shit. That's why the morning show doesn't have any energy, Steve. Because you don't have any energy. Take a day off every once in a while, Steve. Maybe you won't bore me to death on your radio show. Holy shit. We're 41 seconds in and he's already collapsed on the steering wheel of his car. We're in all sweats. I'll tell you what. You better pray that you get more rest than you've been. And you better meditate on, on this shit too. You, It's not looking good for you, Steve. I got days like everybody else. I got to wake up nine million people and I got to... Well, you wake them up and then you put them right back to sleep. We'll have to cover that in depth more later. It's way too much to tackle today. But geez, it's some sort of a wellness product that he's trying to sell, which makes it even crazier that it started like that. He's just collapsed, totally exhausted on the steering wheel of his SUV. (laughs) Oh, Steve, we're just having a laugh. I like to have a laugh and someone that's brought us... Well, more laughs than anyone else in this show's history. Amy's back, and this time she's twerking whether you like it or not. The queen's back. Everybody stand up and show some goddamn respect. The video doesn't have homeless people in it this time, and I miss them. She's teamed up with another rapper this time. And they're twerking in private and in public. They're twerking everywhere imaginable. They're twerking at a KFC. It looks like KFC headquarters. They went there to twerk. Probably looking for the popcorn chickens. I was looking for the chickens too. I didn't think to twerk for them. YouTube warned me before this video that it was age restricted. And I don't have any safety settings on at all. I've never seen that before. I take back what I said about them filming everywhere imaginable. It was just the KFC, and it looks like the other part of the video is being filmed at a holiday inn. They didn't even spring for a double tree. All right, here's Amy. This is our girl. Hi, bitch. Hi, bitch. Amy be Bobby. Be Bobby. Yeah, we be turking our asses like we bunny. Let's enjoy this. What the fuck is wrong? What's funny? What's funny? 
I still can't tell if this woman's 28 or 48. I'm a big fan, though. Shin Up I went viral. They're sleeping on this one. All right, everybody get up and join in. It's a masterpiece. I'm a beauty with a crazy booty. Yeah, this pussy juicy. He eats my ass sushi. Watch how I twerk to the twerk. Watch how I twerk to the twerk. Goodbye. Well, it's finally time. The Patreon launches next week. Get excited. Special episode 100 next Tuesday. Get ready for that. And trust me, if you thought the last 100 episodes were crazy madness that's unfit for society to listen to, we're about to take it to another level. You come into my bedroom when I'm asleep. Wake me up for peace and nap. And as for Big Bird, you need to go back to Sesame Street, buddy. the next Tucker fucking Carlson or Rush Limbaugh I think you could hello oh hey Jessica did you forget about something no 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 I didn't forget about it it's right here I think you could I have the sheet pure Russian rainwater ladies and gentlemen you've never tasted anything better in your entire goddamn life Mr. Rainwater wants you to know that every case is personally blessed by a wizard, and it says here that the water is still delivered on horseback. By mules, evidently. Who knew? Pure Russian rainwater. If you've had better water than pure Russian rainwater, then you must be finding your water some other place than what I have access to. Because I don't know of any better water. I drink pure Russian rainwater or I go thirsty. That's the bottom line. These advertisements would be, they're too real. I can't complain. .com is the home of this program. My name has been John, and I've been your host. And I'll be your host next week, because there's nobody else here except Jessica. Thanks a lot, asshole. You're as real as anyone, Jessica. Don't let them tell you otherwise. I'm all woman. You're all woman. Special episode next week, guys. Thank you to everybody who's been on the show. Everybody who's listened to the first 100. I could have done it without you, and I would have done it without you, but it wouldn't have been the same. It probably would have been better, let's be honest, but it wouldn't have been the same. Hey man, fuck you and the horse you rode in on. I love cider and donuts. Do you love me? Do I love you? We just met a couple of minutes ago. For all I know, you might be a pot-smoking, jaded, wild-eyed, radical dropout. I am a pot-smoking, jaded, wild-eyed, radical dropout. I love you. Oh, <laughs>